Welcome to Blue Talks. So I'm curious, how many of you have jumped out of an airplane without a parachute? Who would like to jump out of an airplane without a parachute? I can. I can jump out of an airplane without a parachute and survive. Now who believes that story? You know, one person. Very good. Is it on the ground? I didn't tell you that. You created that story for yourself. Am I strapped to somebody who's got a parachute on their back? Again, that's the story that you're going to create for yourself. You've read that into it. You've made an assumption. All I said was, I can jump out of an airplane without a parachute. Now I choose not to because that's my choice. And it's all about what you can do and what you can't do. 25 years ago, I gave birth to a little baby girl. She was premature. She was the light of my life. She came out perfect. Six weeks later, in hospital, the day I was supposed to take her home from the hospital, I was told her head had grown a centimeter overnight. She had hydrocephalus, water on the brain. She needed surgery. And I went into this, what? What does that mean? Why me? Why did this have to happen to me? And I went through that journey of, I can't do this. I can't raise this little girl with a disability. I don't know how. I mean, when I gave birth to her, a book didn't come out to tell me how to be a great parent. I'm still waiting for that. It hasn't come. I've had other children as well. But how do I do it? I just do. I step in and I just do. That's all we can do. Now, the interesting thing happened when she was diagnosed with cerebral palsy, which was about six months later. I actually diagnosed her because she, her side wasn't working the way, you know, I thought it should. And I was like, what's going on? Why is this happening? The doctors started to say, well, she, she can't walk. She can't crawl. Well, I knew she couldn't. She was a baby. Of course she can't, right? But as we evolve, they said, she can't walk without a brace. She can't feed herself. She can't dress herself. She can't. She can't. She can't. And now I knew that word needed to come out of her vocabulary. I knew that I needed to help her know that there was anything possible. All she had to do was believe in herself. And she can do anything she sets her mind to. And so can each of you. Now, things look differently for her, sure, but I guarantee I don't eat a hamburger the same as you do. I guarantee I don't jump out of an airplane. Well, I'm never going to do that. But I won't do it the same as you, because we're all individuals and we do things differently. And she was the same as everybody else, right? But she can do things. She graduated with better marks from high school than I did. She can do whatever she sets her mind to. Now, was it an easy journey? No, absolutely not. 
She was in school of some form from the time she was two years old. And I was beside her every day, in and out, helping her take that word and keep it out of her vocabulary. There was only one problem. I took the word out of hers, never took it out of mine. So I was in a job and I was helping raise thousands of dollars for heart disease and stroke. But when they said, well, you can't speak from your heart. Oh, okay. You can't write a letter to save your life. Oh, okay. You cannot be an independent person because you are just a number in this company. Now, they knew I did a great job, but I was doing the job of so many people that worked there. I wasn't getting the credit for it because I can't. I'm not supposed to. And I can't leave the job, right? Because, well, my dad always told me that I had to have tenure with the job that I worked for. I had to stay there. And that was the only way I'd be successful. I had to stay in this job and I couldn't leave. I had security for my family. I had flexibility for my daughter. Yeah, you can't. So I accepted that. And then something happened just before my 50th birthday. I got laid off after 17 years, no fault of my own. Now what am I going to do? Right? Downsized, worst day of my life. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, I was laid off, but I felt like I was fired. And I walked out that door with my head held low. I walked into my house and I basically had to admit to my family, I think I screwed up. I don't know, but I lost my job. I didn't do anything wrong. But I was told for years, you can't. So now what do I do? Worst day of my life. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to start learning all over again. I worked in the profit world, wasn't going to do that again. Worked in the not-for-profit world. I was at the top of the not-for-profit world. I can't go work anywhere else. I can't do it. What am I going to do? And then I started to think about my daughter. I started to think about all those people that were less fortunate than me. Right? I had two legs, I could walk. I could do it without a brace. My daughter couldn't. She can now. But at the time, she couldn't. And I was devastated. I had some time, fortunately. I did some soul searching. I found myself. What does that even mean, right? But I found myself, and I understood that if I could take it out of her world, I can take it out of mine, and I can take it out of yours. Because it's a choice. And I knew that if she can do it, I can do it. And I know you can do it. It's about figuring out what can you do? What does that look like? Right? So I, I went on this journey of what can I do? What are all the things that I can do? And all the things I can't do, I can learn. I can go and get a coach. I can be helped, self-help. I can read books. I can listen to other people, I can listen to podcasts, I can watch shows, I can learn. And then I went to a conference, because I was going to be a virtual assistant, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. But I went to this conference where this woman was on stage and she said, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm like, yes, I'm doing it. And then I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> and, and, and how do I do that? Well, what is that, right? I, I can help other people, but how? I had an opportunity to speak. 
not from her stage, but from my first stage. And it was on the floor, and she said, who has questions or reflections? And I stood up and told this story about faith and fear and losing my fear and finding my faith as it applied to the speaker that we had just listened to. And in that moment, I was like, oh my goodness, I like to speak. I've liked to talk my entire life. I've been telling stories since I was yay high. Nobody ever listened to me, but I've been doing it <laughs> since I was yay high, right? And I used to talk when I was little just to be heard because I needed to have a voice. And my dad said to me, Susan, you can speak. You can talk. You can talk wherever you like, but if you want people to listen to you, you have to do that around the dinner table because that's where everybody is. But you also have to eat. Otherwise, you're not going to get enough food because your brother's going to eat it all. So he taught me how to talk with my mouth full. <laughs> not, not a proud moment, I'm going to say. Not a proud moment. But I had to be proud of who I was. And in that moment, as I'm standing there speaking, and I lost my fear and found my faith, I realized I'm really good at speaking. I learned how to tell my story at my last job. I learned how to speak about how heart disease and stroke affected me and how the research that I had helped fund helped my daughter. Funny how that all tied in. All of our stories tie into each other. And I realized my dad always told me, find something you're truly good at. Susan, just find something you're truly, truly good at. Okay, I don't know about you, but easier said than done. And then when you figure out what that is, figure out how to get paid for it. I like to talk, how do I get paid for that? I thought, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna speak from stages? Yeah, sure, I can do that. Am I going to write books? Well, I've wrote some chapters. I'll probably write my own book, sure, I can do that. What else can I do? I can help other women stand in the power of their story. I can help them stand on stage and speak, make sure that they can tell everyone who they are, what they do, why they do it, and how they help others. I can also help people stand in the story they tell themselves. And, and we're bad people. We're awful to ourselves. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. Why do we treat ourselves like that? You know, and stories come up all the time. Now, have I kept that word can't out of my world? Yeah, kinda. Except for last night. Because you see, last night I was getting ready for Blue Talks, right? I'm gonna come to this event and I know what I'm gonna wear. I'm not sure of the jacket, but I know the shirt and I know the pants and I know the shoes and I know the socks. And I couldn't find my shirt. I couldn't find my shirt. I looked everywhere, I couldn't find it, but that's what I pictured, that's what I saw, that's what I envisioned, that's what I wanted to wear, and I couldn't find it. So guess what happened? I went into this, oh, I can't do this. Oh my God, the nerves came up, the emotions came. I can't speak from stage tomorrow because I can't find my shirt. And then I started to think about it, and I realized I'm on a journey. 
I am in the process of leveling up. And when we're in the process of something, we don't need to be perfect. And we don't need to have exactly what we want all the time. So I went and found another black shirt. Amazing, I have many, <laughs> right? I got help from my two daughters, one of them who was sitting here in the room, not the one I spoke about, but sitting here in the room to support me. She said, Mom, you look comfortable. That's what you should wear. I said, but how about my shirt? I changed it three or four times, right? Because we can, because we choose to. And then I realized, it doesn't matter what I wear. Nobody's going to look at me and judge me because of what I'm wearing. And if they are, there's something wrong with them, not with me. I'm going to stand in the power of my story. And last night, the power of my story was that I am good enough and I don't need to wear a specific shirt. It just doesn't matter. But I had to do some deep, deep digging in that. And when, when a story comes up for you, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. I, I can't leave my house. I got social anxiety. This is the first time I've talked in, in, in public in two years, on a stage, in front of people. I can't do that. Yeah, I can. I can because I have a very important message to share. You are all powerful people, if you believe you are. Each and every one of you can, if you say you can. But it's about finding out what can you do. What can you truly do? Make a list. Or make a list of the things that you can't do. Figure out what you can do. Remember what you want. What do you want your life to look like? What is that? Where will that lead? Are you taking the steps to get there? Are you making those tiny little can statements that are going to get you from where you are to where you're meant to be? I told you I helped my daughter take that word can't out of her world and put can in. Now, I taught that to her. She sometimes doesn't, doesn't you know, believe that it should be there now, but that's her choice. We have the choice. Tell yourself you can. And once you've got that list of all those things you can do, ask yourself what will you do to bring those to fruition? What tiny action steps can you take to do what you're, you can do to have the life that you want? What can you do? What will you do to get there? And who are you? Make a solid statement about who you are, because I'm, I'm going to guarantee you one thing. If you keep saying, I'm a duck, and you quack like a duck, and you walk like a duck, you drink water like a duck, you're going to turn into a duck. So I say, be a powerful person and do whatever it is you choose to do in this world. I'm Susan Binney, and I'm proud to be the mother of four, the grandma of four. I am proud that everything that's happened in my life, from the day I was born until the day I got here today, happened for a reason. None of it 
none of it happened to me, right? My daughter's disability didn't happen to me. Helping my other daughter cope with her, her Lyme disease diagnosis and help her with her chronic pain didn't happen to me. When I was 18 years old and I was diagnosed with degenerative disc disease and I had surgery and I had to learn how to walk all over again, that didn't happen to me. That all happened for me so that I can be here today and I can share those stories and those experiences. When stories come up for you, if they're not positive, dig deep, find out why it's coming up. Find out what it is in that that is supposed to serve you and why is that happening for you. For the very first time a week ago, on a stage with Corey Poirier, I said, I am truly grateful for three things in my life. Three things that are gonna stand out forever. I'm grateful to my daughter for having a disability and being able to learn and listen to take that word can't out of her world. By the way, if she walked up to me right now, if you didn't know she had a disability, you would never know. Because it's her story to share with the world. And if she chooses to, that's up to her, right? She walked first, then she learned to crawl. She walked with a brace, then she walked without one and stood in her power. The other thing I'm grateful for is my dad, who said to me, Susan, speak and talk and don't be afraid. Find something you truly love to do and figure out how to get paid for it. And the other person, which I said for the very first time the other day, I didn't even realize this. I am so grateful to each and every doctor and a health professional that said to me, Susan, your daughter can't. Because if it wasn't for her, and if it wasn't for that, the message of can't wouldn't be a part of my story, wouldn't be a part of my world. So I invite you all to repeat after me. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Because yes, because you yes. can. Each and every one of you can do whatever you put your mind to and don't ever forget that. Thank you. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.